Welcome to the Texas Hemp Show. My name is Russell Dowden, your publisher for the Texas Hemp Reporter magazine. All right, welcome to the Texas Hemp Show. This week, our guest is James Gaspard of the company Biochar Now. Biochar is a pioneer in the biochar industry with strong engineering, manufacturing, sales, and administrative personnel focused on making and selling quality biochar on a very large scale. Welcome to the program, James Gaspard. How are you? Well, just wanted to bring you on here and get you on the program. I think it's a, 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 a an interesting space that you're in with biochar. This is something not everybody's aware of, James. Can you just give us a little background and tell us about yourself, and, and then we'll introduce biochar because it's not something everybody's aware of, and, and uh, we, need to, we need to let our farmers here in Texas know what some of the benefits are for biochar. It's been a lot of years in Texas. Now we're in, I'm in Colorado, but... Uh actually a Longhorn. Well, undergrad was A&M. Uh, I went to law school and an MBA, did a joint JD MBA at, in Austin at Texas. So I got in both old boy networks and left the state uh, <laughs> and then ended up bouncing around a bunch of different businesses, venture capital and stuff, ended up in this biochar company that we're doing now. And what we're doing is we're taking dead trees and we're converting them into pure carbon basically through a chemical reaction. Uh, we have an extremely high quality carbon. Uh, we have unique properties that no other carbon has, and that's according to the U.S. government labs. And so one of the great things about the product is we're, we bind nutrients and we hold a lot of water. So you were able to greatly increase the yield of any, any kind of uh, plant or you know, we act like a battery in the soil. So you put us in the soil, we have a half-life of over 17,000 years. And just a little bit goes a long way. Like just, I have hemp customers that have 2 3% in the soil by volume, and they're doubling and tripling their yields over before they put us in the product. So it just shows how much the nutrients wash out with rain or irrigation and we're just a battery holding all the nutrients and we release them to the plant as needed. There's no, we don't wash out any of the nutrients, you know, in testing, but we do release them to the plant. And, and do you, do you have to, do you, like you mentioned off air, that you were out in parts of the Western United States where you're picking up um, areas where there were fires. You got, you, you can actually use those. Uh, Yeah, we can use, uh, yeah, we can use uh, charred trees and stuff. What we'd like to do, you know, everything we produce, we can make carbon credits out of. I mean, you know, we produce carbon credits because we lock up the carbon for over 30,000 years in our process and put it back in the soil. And so to really close the sustainability circle, like Monday I was touring, there was a 200,000 acre fire in Colorado, we're touring there. We're pulling charred charred trees uh, out of that area, helping to restore the forest. And then today I've been touring. I'm in Oregon. We're going to be putting a facility in Oregon to make our product. And there's, God, I mean, it's devastating out here. I was touring an area that's, you know, hundreds of thousands of acres of fire uh, destroyed. I mean, everybody saw the stuff you know this last summer all the fires in the western u.s so we're going around putting up facilities to use some of that material and help the forest regenerate well james i you know you you were you were kind of an advertiser with us last year in our very first issue in the summer back in june of 2020 uh where where did you say were you based in utah uh no we're based right now i can't remember uh, it was Colorado. Oh, okay. We sell, we sell product in Utah. We sell all over the country. In fact, we ship all over North America. But uh, the facility currently is north of Denver. Uh, we're up 
closer to Wyoming. Oh, okay. Okay. So up there, uh, take the uh, Laramie exit. <laughs> not quite that far. <laughs> not quite that far. I know that. Yeah, no, we're, we're just east of the Rocky Mountain National Park. We can see all the mountains from our facility. Ah, good for you. Good for you. Well, well what um, – what are some common applications for biochar? How do you know? I know. I mean, as it you know, as we're we're in the hemp space, and I mean, are, do people utilize this for other grow operations? I mean, this isn't something that's just exclusive to hemp. No, no. In fact, uh, we supply two of the top four national lawn care companies with all their biochar for throughout their North American operations. Hmm. We can double turf grass growth with just a little over one percent in the soil. We basically are additives in the several organic fertilizers. Uh, we basically we've provided product to uh, major berry companies. You know any kind of specialty ag. Uh, we can also give the same improvements to broad-based ag, but the issue there is, um, you know, it's almost like okay, if you double or triple corn yield, they just seem to lose money quicker. But so we kind of concentrate on the on the uh, specialty ag crops: berries, hemp, cannabis, uh, vineyards, turf, things of that nature. Well, something something I wanted to ask is: um, I've seen this stuff that's almost like a crunchy foam that florists use. I believe it's called floral foam. Is there a way of making that stuff out of biochar? Because it seems, at least in my head, I imagine biochar having consistency like floral foam. Is that like a possibility to be done? Yeah, in fact, uh, we actually are used in quite a few industrial applications. And one of the things that a new application we're working with a major corporation on is a styrofoam replacement where they basically use our biochar and mix it with mycelium and then grow it in molds. And it just it can, re- it can be a styrofoam replacement. Uh, and it's a great, great insulating value. So there's a lot of those industrial. In fact, that's where most of our product goes is into industrial applications like uh, plastic fillers, concrete fillers, all that kind of stuff. Because we make a pure carbon with unique properties. Uh, we do a lot of remediation work. So if, you, if you're growing in an area where you have toxins in the soil, we bind all the all heavy metals. We bind PCBs. We bind mercury. In fact, we're working with major major corporations on cleaning up Superfund sites. So there's a lot of different uses, the benefits of our product. So is, is biochar is, is biochar something similar? Like we say, we find like a water filter in our refrigerator, taking the the toxic stuff out. Uh, yes, it's just we do it through a different mechanism. Uh, I have a, uh, at the molecular level, we actually have, for lack of a simple term, we, we bind stuff through a, a electrical charge uh, where those carbons are produced differently and they like physically filter, where I filter by attracting the molecules we're targeting and they bind to our carbon. So, but it's same thing. In fact, we're working right now with the largest water treatment company in the world, we're working on some applications with them for, you know, like water treatment plants. We don't, we don't supply the filters in, in people's homes. We're, there's a lot of dead trees out there, so we have to move a lot of product. I bet. I bet there yeah. is. Um, so so you're, uh, in the sports space, you can help with, like, not not astroturf, but rather you know you can your product can be used in some of these um, turf products, or rather um, the, the you know grass and lawn. I mean, is that a space that you guys try to find a, a sales in? Yeah, yeah. In fact, uh, two of the top four lawn care companies we currently supply all their carbon. So if you go to uh, well, you know the biochar, so. You know, they, they're multi-billion dollar companies, and when they come out and service your tree or mow your yard or work in your flower beds, uh, you know, they pitch our product, and we ship. There's 500 locations for those outlets, you know, across the nation. We're constantly shipping to them. We're on some of the – we're currently being used on some of the top golf courses in the country. Uh, you know, so 
<clears throat> many times on the weekends if I'm watching golf, it's out of course. It's out of course. It's using our char. Well, just so I'm clear for listeners, so they know, biochar is a black powder. It can come in. A, it, it, it's organic. It can come in a chip, a medium, a small form, a powder. But this is not the stuff that's on AstroTurf on Monday Night Football. No, no, that's just a rubber. <laughs> it, it looks like it. But we're talking about. Yeah, what we're talking about is they work it into the fairways. They yeah. work it into the you work it into the root zone. And you know, that's what you do. You only need to put a couple of percentage points, you know, like two percent by volume in the root zone. Mm-hmm. And what we're doing, like I was alluding to earlier, then when you're fertilizing, our biochar is a completely inert product. When it comes out of our process, it's just uh, completely clean. There's over 400 square meters of surface area and a tablespoon for other molecules to bind to. So, and we bind the nutrients really well. So that's what's important in this. In fact, we even have patents on stopping algae blooms because you can just put our stuff in a sock, put it in a lake. We bind up all the nutrients to come in contact with us and stop the algae blooms. But in the soil, we bind up when you fertilize. We bind up all the nutrients as they come down, you know, into the soil, and we hold on to them till the plant asks for it. So it's one of those things. One of the when people are growing cannabis or hemp or things of that nature, it's always a balancing act where they're trying to put as many nutrients as they can in there without burning up the plant, right? So we act like a battery. We bind all those nutrients up then allow the plant to feed off those nutrients like a pig at a trough. So that's why we get the increased yield, because the plant can take in the nutrients throughout the whole growth cycle as fast as it wants to without burning up. And so you don't have the danger of the burning up. And we we find all the nutrients there. So you get 100% of your nutrient nutrient money back. Well, let's take a quick commercial break. Our guest, James Gaspard of uh, Biochar Now, the website biocharnow.com. And we are going to take a quick commercial break and and we'll uh, uh, talk a little more about this product and this industry and how it can help our our Texas hemp growers as well. And as we get into here in January and get the grow season going in, uh, in, in March, stay right there, guys. We'll be back on the other side. Our guest, James Gaspard of BiocharNow.com. And this is the Texas Hemp Show. We'll be right back on the other side. Folks, you know, I've gone through a lot of pains over the last 20 years. My knees, my shoulder, and, of course, that back of mine. Now, I've tried everything, massages, acupuncture, cryotherapy, and finally I found something that really works for me. GreenMountainFlower.com, that's the cure. I've been looking all over the place for something that's going to help me feel good, help me sleep good. Green Mountain Flower has the most powerful CBD oil available, and it's unique, and it really works for me and tons of other people. Now, you'll see all kinds of CBD oils in shops all around the place, you know, the convenience stores and gas stations and places like that but none like green mountain flower and green mountain flower has the most nodule cbd oil retailers right here in austin texas it's natural 100 absorption it's water-based and it absorbs into the body easier it's unique and 100 organic formula and it really has worked give a call today to 512-645-0510 talk to gene or elsie and ask about the great products that they have you'll find them on facebook and online at greenmountainflower.com CRI is a top 25 nationally ranked CPA firm with offices across the Southeast and with clients across the globe. Over the last few years, our firm has developed a niche in the agriculture and cannabis industry. We understand the unique challenges growers and processors face every day, including addressing challenges resulting from the USDA and DEA final interim rules, banking and insurance concerns for cannabis businesses, unique farming challenges associated with hemp and high THC cannabis, and GMP clean room management and general management for business in the rapidly changing cannabis market. Our seasoned team of professionals can help you meet these challenges with sound business, tax, financial, accounting, and technology advice. Visit CRICPA.com to find out more or schedule your free introductory consultation. That's CRICPA.com. 
Since 1938, TPS Lab has been guiding growers of many different crops around the world to making maximum yields and quality and solving difficult field problems with advanced innovative solutions. Hemp Plan offers the most advanced guidance to industrial hemp growers. The purpose of Hemp Plan is for you to realize the highest quality and yields with minimal THC for your crop's genetics by minimizing plant biotic and abiotic stresses. TPS Lab offers many services and options to the industrial hemp grower. Contact Joe at TPS Labs at 956-383-0739. That's 956-383-0739. That's TPS Lab. Hey guys, it's Russell with the Texas Hemp Reporter. Want to remind you to check out the website, the, the Texas Hemp Ranch. My friends at the Texas Hemp Ranch are currently leasing over 50 acres of land to grow your hemp operation for the next spring grow here in Texas. So get ready for that 2021 grow season and visit the thetexashempranch.com or give us a call at 512-387-3377. Or you can email txhempranch at gmail.com for more information. So the Texas Hemp Ranch is located there at 969 off of 130 Toll Road in east of Austin. They provide the land. You grow your own hemp, leasing 50 acres. And we just uh, leased a, a, some five-acre slot the other day. You can lease a, a five-acre spot or 10 acres. It's up to you. If you want to do 20 acres, just let us know. We've got about 50 acres, 45 approximately left to lease between now and late February. So just reaching out through the podcast here. want to get a note out to our listeners that you can lease some land and grow your hemp this spring at the Texas Hemp Ranch, my friends out there. Uh, go check those guys out online, the Texas Hemp Ranch, or give them a call at 512-387-3377. Thanks, and back to the show. The Texas Hemp Reporter. News, trends, culture, health. Mailed to over 1,000 licensed Texas hemp farmers and 100% free in over 500 locations in Austin, Texas. Subscribe today at texashempreporter.com. Now, back to the show with your host, publisher of the Texas Hemp Reporter, Russell Dowden. All right, welcome back to the Texas Hemp Show. I am Russell Dowden, the publisher for the Texas Hemp Reporter magazine and uh, host of the Texas Hemp Show. Always joining me every week is Jesse Williams of the Texas Cannabis Collective. There's a lot of bills going out there right now. You were down there the other day on campus. On uh, the uh, that on campus. Well, it's not campus. It's uh, I'm big man on campus. You made it look like campus with what you were doing. You were lighting up down there. <laughs> <laughs> so, a nice hemp cigarette. Yeah, yeah you My lucky. Well, we'll, we'll in the next segment, you and I will talk about some of the legislation stuff that's going on as Texans are in session right now. Our guest again here this week on show podcast 16, James Gaspard of the company Biochar. Now, man, James, your company sounds like it's really big. I mean, you're doing business with some, some heavy hitters, man. Uh, we're trying, man. We're trying. <laughs> you got some yeah, big been, count, accounts. We've been, yeah, we've been at this 11 years, so we're like an 11-year-old overnight success. <laughs> well, sometimes uh, it takes a, a, that that to get going on a good a good adventure. But this one sounds pretty good from from uh, from the things you've tell, told me here today, and and what I've been learning about biochar. Why is it important for Texas farmers to try this biochar with their grow next spring, James? Well, basically, we're a one-time application, okay? So, you know, we're, and we only get better with age because after you put the product in there, you know, you'll be putting – I'm not going to convince a farmer to stop fertilizing, but what they'll realize is they could back off fertilizer – you know, in the outer years, because the microbes will move into the char, start living their life cycles as well. And as the microbes, you know, live their life cycles, it creates, you know, the living soil. And, you know, when they die, they create their own nutrients. We also hold almost six times our weight in the water. And I, I lived in Texas for a lot of years. And, man, there's one thing, you know, it's, you know, the rains don't come when you want them. And then they come too much when you when you don't want them. Right. But uh, so it helps bridge for weeks when you know where you don't have to worry about irrigation because uh, especially when you got a crop that's as valuable as what hemp can be, you know you don't want to be you know running 
out there and you know worrying about water if the if the char you know if the biochar can allow you to go another couple of weeks waiting for the next rainstorm um so there's a lot of benefits and like i say we only we're a one-time application uh so it's not like you pay for it over and over again. Uh, we got the, the federal government's done the study on our product. We've got a 17,000-year half-life in the soil. You know, I'm not going to be around in 30,000 years to replace <laughs> it. So I'm only going to sell it to you <laughs> Well, they only need to buy it once. That's pretty good, too. That's a good selling feature, I imagine, for your product, James. And, and look, at the end of the day, most we're in, people are in hemp because – it's a great product. It saves the world in so many different applications on the industrial side and everything. And everything we, we produce counts for carbon credits. So, I mean, you know, you can get credits, you know, by putting this in your ground. In fact, if you're farming on NRCS land, uh, they've actually, there's 20 states that approved a subsidy to put, the, put our char in your ground up to $845 an acre. So I don't know off the top of my head if Texas is one of those that have approved it so far, but in your listening audience, mm-hmm. with 20 states approving it already, I guarantee you somebody's sitting in a state mm-hmm. that they could literally, the government will pay them to put this in the ground because of the carbon issue. Wow. Well, what's the, you know, you've got it in chip form, medium, small powder, and if the listeners have gone over, gotten, been smart enough as they're hearing this, they can go over on another browser and, you know, open up biocharnow.com and, and explore the product line. What, um, what's your biggest seller of this, and, and how is it priced as, as, you know, you got your chip, you know, mulch kind of looking forms? How, how are those priced as they get into the smaller powder? And, and what's the biggest yeah. seller for you, James? Yeah, we, we prosper. It really depends. The size fractions are different because it matches what you have in your equipment. So if you're going to throw it out in like a manure spreader, that's what the chips are. Okay. And then, you know, like you have a PTO fertilizer spreader, you know, you're used to spreading, you know, pellets, and that's what the mediums for. And then like the liquid could go through a center pivot. I mean, the powder, I'm sorry, it suspends in liquid and then it can go. So the sizes match what the equipment you already have is the reason we okay. we grind it down that way. Trying to make it easier on a farmer, man, you know, <laughs> because they got enough problems. Just whatever, whatever you got out there, we'll match something for it. And then the pricing is, you know, very cost effective. I mean, you only, you, like I say, you only need to put 1% to 2% by volume in the root zone. So, uh, you know, the, the chip is like 225 a cubic yard. So, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, that NRCS payment will actually cover the cost of installation. Uh, you know, if you're using, the, you know, the powders, will, you know, it goes down, the powder's more expensive because we have to grind on it more. But, you know, so, but it's still very cost effective considering it's a one-time application. You're done, mm-hmm. and I won't see you again. Mm-hmm. I like hearing about this because I I consistently talk about how I was helping farmers in West Texas, and the biggest issue they run into is drought, and they've had, they're trying to get nutrients in their soil, and this just sounds like a miracle for them because like you you mentioned a word I don't hear very often and it's a pivot, they're they're running these pivots over the field and the water dries up almost immediately, but it sounds like this is a solution for these guys where they could put this into the pivot do a one or maybe even possibly a twice application, given it's the powder, and they're not going to have to worry about nutrients that much anymore. When it does rain, they'll be able to keep that water there for themselves. I know, exactly. I was born and raised in Louisiana and spent a lot of years in East Texas and stuff. Hmm. And then when I moved out west, I discovered, you know, water rights. (laughs) Water's more expensive out west than the land. You went from (laughs) the swamp to the desert. I know, yeah. So it's, but yeah, so... It's very important. In fact, on the golf course clients we have, we literally cut water usage by 50% on their fairway. Amazing. With just, with just 2% by volume in the soil. Well, what's this? Uh, I, I was looking on the website earlier, and I, I thought I would throw this in. And that's got I mean, there's a lot of science to what you guys do, and it's probably a lot of it's over my head, James. But I, I, you had a kill kiln-based manufacturing can you explain that for the layman or what this process is um i guess yeah. it's a kind of a this patent design a system that would yeah uh, i wanted yeah. to maybe just have you touch on that in a layman term 
Yeah, no, basically, there's several different ways you can make the product. We went the kiln base. And what we do, where we're different from other people, and just so you know, of all the biochars, you can Google and there's like a million hits. We're actually the only company that has formal US EPA authority to even release the product into the environment in an unrestricted manner because we're so clean. This method, we we make our product. We put the waste wood, the dead trees in there, and then we bring it up in a vacuum environment. And we hold it at this extremely high temperature, which is like three times the temperature of fire. It's a chemical reaction. And we hold it there for eight to 10 hours. So whenever we stop our process, there's nothing left to the carbon. To, there's no nothing left in the pores of the carbon that was originally in the tree. And the cellular structure is basically converted into pure carbon. And we impart upon it uh, several different properties, the cation exchange property and anion exchange property. And we're the only carbon that has both. So as one example, we've been approved by the Texas Railroad Commission to clean frack water spills in the Permian area mm-hmm. because we can bind up the salts and also the chemicals. Because So there's, there's no other carbon, according to the government, I just have to take their word at it, that can bind both salts, nu- nutrients, and chemicals all at the same time. And then, so even if, like, if you, if you're on land, we find, uh, you know, like, uh, glycosate, nitrazine, you know, all these nasty things. Like, you know, if you're coming in with the hemp, maybe you're wanting to get to an organic grow and you've got some dirty dirt, you know, that you have to recover. We help recover all that quicker because we find all those, uh, herbicides and stuff like that as well. So we just bind it all up and then the plant takes, out of the carbon through the cation exchange property, the nutrients, and leaves all the nasty stuff behind. But we bind it up, keep it out of the food chain for, you know, 30,000 years. You know, James, I did – I said the layman's terms uh, version, James (laughs) – (laughs) <laughs> so, we, yeah, no. no no i'm teasing that's as simple as i can get it to but basically we're uh we're you know the layman terms it takes three things to burn you got uh what fuel heat and oxygen and that takes wood to ash well we cut off the oxygen so we put the fuel and the heat in there, and it just goes to carbon. It doesn't go to ash. Well, what I did, James, is I printed out, you know, and I had some questions here for you, of course, and preparing for the, the, this interview. But I, I, I printed out the metals and other materials removed from, quote, dirty water solutions using biochar now, biochar. And, uh, you know, you've got your aluminum and arsenic and barium, and it shows – you know, the milligrams and, and 100% removed or 66% removed of, of the barium in the test um, at 0.017. Uh, this is important for, for customers to see what, the, what it takes out the nickel or the selenium or the chromium or uh, barium or arsenic. It takes out these things that are in the soil once it's been applied. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Basically... Whenever we come in contact with all that, we'll bind it up. If you remember, I said Mm -hmm. in a tablespoon of our product, there's 400 square meters of surface area. So, you know, if you were to go down to a molecular level and slice it all up into, you know, into one-layer slices, it would cover several tennis courts, so the area. So if you're thinking for every tablespoon, you literally can bind up several tennis courts worth of molecules, the nasty stuff. (laughs) <laughs> you know, it's 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 pretty neat product that way. That, that's pretty cool. You got anything, Jay? Uh, uh, well, well, something I'm wondering is is you talked about it's a electrical process, I believe, and I wondered if it's in in my, in my field, the nuclear field, we would call it an ion exchanger, and the yeah. civilian world, uh-huh. to an extent, people call it a water softener. And I'm wondering if this works in the same fashion as that. Yeah, I mean. There you go. Basically, yeah, we have we are an ion exchange medium. Basically, for those that understand that, the difference is we do can do both cations and anions, and uh, so you know we can do both positive and negative. Now, not in the same exact position on the char, but like you have a piece of char, you know, one of it could 
pine the positive and then one next to it can pine the negative. It's just a trick of nature the way we make it in the conditions and the in the vacuum environment, the heat we're at, at we keep it at temperature eight to ten hours. So we have, we impart different properties than others. But that's literally what you're doing. You're like uh, just attracting these molecules at the molecular level, but I always describe it like a sticky note. You know, you don't bind them up forever. So when the plant root comes down, if it wants to release it, it'll release to the plant root while the other stuff will stay in there. And seeing the application I've known this for is on ships. We use this to take salt out of water for a reactor plant usage because the salt uh-huh. will corrode the system. But we have this... I don't even remember the name of the chemical, but it does exactly what your biochar does. It just like sucks the salt up like a sponge and lets the water go and use it for whatever else you want to use it for. Yeah, James, my co-host Jesse is a former naval uh, nuclear, what was it? What's the certifications you hold? I was an electronics technician, a (laughs) reactor operator for naval nuclear propulsion plant systems. (laughs) Yeah, no, and and that's why, like, uh, on the Permian, you got that salty water comes up with the frack water, uh, and they spill it, then all of a sudden you can't grow anything because you got salt-damaged soils. Where they work the char into the dirt, we bind that salt and allow plants to grow where they haven't grown, you know, since the spill happened. Oh, you had to rather bind to the biochar than anything else, so the plant doesn't get to take it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So all of a sudden, it can it can survive then. Well, I'm going to start to go into commercial break here and wrap things up with you. What's uh, fire off your website, uh, James? Uh, uh, no, it's biocharnow.com. How can uh, tell tell Texans how they can you know get get your product and 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 uh, yeah, and how to how to reach out yeah. to you, man? Yeah, no, man. It's just go on the website. Uh, you go to the info thing, just, uh, you know, type any questions in there, and it drops into my email. I'm the one, you know, but info at biocharnow.com. But there's a, a box on the website. We don't put pricing or anything on there, but, you know, just send it to us, and we'll send you the price list, answer any questions you have, specific issues. we got 11 years worth of data in every different application, and we're an open book on sharing data. It's just I don't, I just like to answer specific questions rather than sending everybody stuff they don't need. And James, there's a, there's a program. Is that with the NRCS where they'll get that cover the cost for the covered? Yeah, I just yeah, I don't know 100% of Texas has approved it yet, but mm-hmm. 20 states have approved what. Not 100%. They get $845 an acre. If they put that much out there, then that gets covered. If less, you know, that gets covered. You know, I mean, but that's the maximum amount you can get reimbursed for Mm -hmm. putting carbon in your soil. Well, that's very cool, and I'm glad that you mentioned that as a program, uh, that you can get that reimbursed. So far, 20 states have that implemented that, and Texas is likely, if not already, about to be uh, one of those states. Yeah, so. no, I, I, would, I would agree with that, but I, I haven't looked at the latest list. No. Yeah. Well, well, uh, thank you for being a part of the show. I'm going to reach out to you in a couple of weeks because we're working on our February issue that gets out to all of these growers in the coming months and i think it'd be a good time to get something in the magazine in the way of a story about what, what you're doing as well so I'll, I'll probably be reaching out to you before the first of the the next month um, james just because i think something like this in, in this upcoming february issue when we get get these out to these growers um we're mail yeah, i appreciate it and i appreciate what, appreciate what all you guys are doing down in texas you know, I look forward to the industry really growing down there. Well, it's going to be a, a good year here in 2021. We're all excited. And, and thank you so much, James, for chiming in on the Texas Hip Show, my friend. Thank you. All right. There he goes. All right. We'll be back on the other side. This is the Texas Hemp Show. I'm Russell Dowd. We'll be back after this break. Last 20 years, my knees, my shoulder, and of course that back of mine. Now, I've tried everything, massages, acupuncture, cryotherapy, and finally I found something that really works for me. GreenMountainFlower.com, that's the cure. I've been looking all over the place for something that's going to help me feel good, help me sleep good. Green Mountain Flower has the most powerful CBD oil available, and it's unique, and it really works for me and tons of other people. Now, you'll see all kinds of CBD oils in shops all around the place, you know, the convenience stores and gas stations and places like that, but none like 
Green Mountain Flour. And Green Mountain Flour has the most knowledgeable CBD oil retailers right here in Austin, Texas. It's natural, 100% absorption. It's water-based. And it absorbs into the body easier. It's unique and 100% organic formula. And it really has worked. Give a call today to 512-645-0510. Talk to Gene or Elsie and ask about the great products that they have. You'll find them on Facebook and online at GreenMountainFlower.com. CRI is a top 25 nationally ranked CPA firm with offices across the Southeast and with clients across the globe. Over the last few years, our firm has developed a niche in the agriculture and cannabis industry. We understand the unique challenges growers and processors face every day, including addressing challenges resulting from the USDA and DEA final interim rules, banking and insurance concerns for cannabis businesses, unique farming challenges associated with hemp and high THC cannabis, and GMP clean room management and general management for business in the rapidly changing cannabis market. Our seasoned team of professionals can help you meet these challenges with sound business, tax, financial, accounting, and technology advice. Visit CRICPA.com to find out more or schedule your free introductory consultation. That's CRICPA.com. Since 1938, TPS Lab has been guiding growers of many different crops around the world to making maximum yields and quality and solving difficult field problems with advanced innovative solutions. Hemp Plan offers the most advanced guidance to industrial hemp growers. The purpose of Hemp Plan is for you to realize the highest quality and yields with minimal THC for your crop's genetics by minimizing plant biotic and abiotic stresses. TPS Lab offers many services and options to the industrial hemp grower. Contact Joe at TPS Labs at 956-383-0739. That's 956-383-0739. That's TPS Lab. Hey guys, it's Russell with the Texas Hemp Reporter. Want to remind you to check out the website, uh, the Texas Hemp Ranch. My friends at the Texas Hemp Ranch are currently leasing over 50 acres of land to grow your hemp operation for the next spring grow here in Texas. So get ready for that 2021 grow season and visit thetexashempranch.com or give us a call at 512-387-3377 or you can email txhempranch at gmail.com for more information. So the Texas Hemp Ranch is located there at 969 off of 130 Toll Road in east of Austin. They provide the land. You grow your own hemp, leasing 50 acres. And we just uh, leased a, a, some five-acre slot the other day. You can lease a, a five-acre spot or 10 acres. It's up to you. If you want to do 20 acres, just let us know. We've got about 50 acres, 45 approximately left to lease between now and late February. So just reaching out through the podcast here. I want to get a note out to our listeners that you can lease some land to grow your hemp this spring at the Texas Hemp Ranch, my friends out there, uh, go check those guys out online, the Texas Hemp Ranch, or give them a call at 512-387-3377. Thanks, and back to the show. The Texas Hemp Reporter. News, trends, culture, health. Mailed to over 1,000 licensed Texas hemp farmers and 100% free in over 500 locations in Austin, Texas. Subscribe today at TexasHempReporter.com. Now, back to the show with your host, publisher of the Texas Hemp Reporter, Russell Dowden. Welcome back to the Texas Hemp Show. I'm Russell Dowden, and not the greatest engineer, but uh, uh, we try to get by here. Uh, welcome back to the program. Uh, Jess and I were just talking off air about some of the crazy shenanigans going on there in D.C. today. Again, today is January 6th. It's our first uh, podcast of 2021. And we are two weeks away from an inauguration, but uh, that uh, march was going on down there today, and uh, things got a little little crazy at the Capitol in D.C. today. Um, I've never seen in my life seen anybody try to pepper spray a cop and not get a baton back in the face. <laughs> I, wa- I witnessed that today in a live stream and was, was like, wow, that is amazing. He didn't hit it. The, they oh, they just stood there and like took it for the most part, just trying to fend everybody off. Well, there's um, violence down there to some degree, but um, people are pissed. I mean, I don't know. The, the country's in a strange state, but look, we've been through this. We haven't seen the likes of this kind of stuff since probably the Vietnam War, man. I mean, it, this is pretty nutty. It is. And I told somebody today they talked about it being like a populism, a populist 
thing. And I was like, this isn't the first time our country's gone through issues with populism. And populism is a sign that the system is broken. That's why populists come to power. There's something messed up, and people want to take their their country back. Well, we've got a lot of social injustices that there that exist out there. Then, and and we're not a political show, so we don't really try to get into this. But it's hard to, to hard to, to not at least comment on the day's news. It's the elephant you do in the a room. Podcast. It is it, the elephant in the room. I mean, sometimes. and it's like it's not just the elephant in the room at this point. It's like the elephant's drinking out of the punch bowl, and it's laying a giant pile of dung on our couch. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's got to talk about this elephant. Yeah, it's an interesting. Uh, more, it's it's more than interesting. It's it's historical to see. Uh, you know, um, folks down there raising hell, taking over the U.S. Capitol. I mean, they haven't done since this hasn't happened since the Canadians did it. Is yeah, we talked it. about that before the show. <laughs> like the Canadians burned down our White House at one point. Yeah, that was a uh, hundred eighteen something. <laughs> yeah. I don't know when that was. It wasn't recent. But uh, a, a, a struggling, trifling. What's the adjective I'm trying to come up with? But just strange days tough times in a, a nation that's been dealing with a, a pandemic and, and economic uh, challenges and and this political upheaval is, is really putting um, putting the nation uh, under some stress and I hope we all get through it and just move on. Yeah, I can understand people being stressed eight months of no rent money and then you give them 600 bucks and say, that should do you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, well, there's going Kog- to be some livid people well, out well, there. Well, Ka- Kagistan gets $20 million or some other foreign aid goes to uh, a sex change uh, study in Tajikistan. This is uh, there were there was a few things in in there that went to like foreign countries. I was like, I get that, like paying for access to the Suez Canal. I'm like, I get that. That is a very efficient trade route, and you're going to pay for that access. It makes you money long term. Understandable. But then it was like, we're going to give X amount to the Sudan, and it was like, for what? We got, why aren't we taking care of ourselves so we can take care of these people? You know, why don't they, you know, spend some money, um, you know, t- fixing, retraining the police? Why can't police just use their tasers? A guy got shot in Riverside last night uh, in a road rage incident with a cop. What's killed the, him? There's a thing I saw in the news today. It's the thing like you know, um, used to. It's got like the balls on it where you throw it and it wraps around your legs. Yeah, the Batman tool. Well, they've got like they're coming out with a tool like that for police in Virginia. That way they're like, we don't have to shoot a gun at these people to take them down. We just shoot this device up well, 20 yards tasers away. Tasers do this. I mean, uh, anyway. I've seen, I've, a, seen, I've seen some tasers going to people, and they kind of turn to look at you kind of like it's a joke. The, <laughs> and other people just knocks them to the ground. <laughs> the uh, the officers involved in another black off, uh, white officer on black shooting were uh, not being charged. That was released today. Um, here in Austin, there was a... Sh- uh, um, um, uh, a shooting last night on, on Riverside. Uh, or you, or officers or you, or involved about, shooting. Or you hear about police raids where there's no body cam footage. And like, oh, well, someone's pointed a gun at us. And it's like, where's the evidence of such? Well, we don't have it. There's no footage of such. It's almost like here, here in our own county where at least we we got smart enough. At least your county. You live here in Round Rock. Williamson County. Williamson County. At least y'all got rid of the sheriff that decided, let me destroy the body cam footage where we tased the guy to death. Yeah, we, we still have rednecks here. <laughs> unlike, unlike I'm like, I have no response because I'm like, yes, that is true. <laughs> All right, welcome back to the Texas Hemp Show. Our guest was, uh, thank you for our guest that called in, uh, uh, James over at Biochar now. Uh, Jesse with the Texas Cannabis Collective, uh, what's going on? His session has just got back opened on Monday. I saw you down there having a little smoke on your Facebook stream on the collective's uh, stream the other day. Uh, uh, are they, uh, they've got new COVID protocols, I understand as well. I saw your article on that. Uh, you also released an article on the interim rule that was being... Oh, the, the hemp ban, the smokable hemp ban. The smokable hemp ban was postponed until the spring, I think. Until March. Um, I was going to talk about, have an article about that in the February issue that's really the March issue, but... We still won't know anything because they just did that. They just the, the judge ruled to postpone it some more. It was supposed to be in February, got pushed back to March. I got notified of that yesterday. Um, so how was it down there? Did you go in and, and give oh, anybody oh, oh, say hi to anybody oh, oh, down there in so, session? Or so right now the session itself is not going yet. Okay, that starts January twelfth, which is this upcoming Tuesday. The Capitol opened Monday. It's the first time the Capitol's been open to the public since the pandemic started and they shut everything down. Okay. But they put a COVID-19 rapid test tent out 
I was told this is just a quick swab in your nose. Uh, and a little quote, they were like, this is not the thing that goes back and like tries to poke your brain out. Yeah, I don't want that. 20 minutes. From start to finish, you should be done and have your results in 20 minutes. See if you have a positive or negative result. You can, it cost you nothing. You can walk up there and just say, hey, I want a COVID-19 test. And they'll go, okay, come with us. And they've got a little medical tent outside. They'll take you to. In 20 minutes, you'll have your results. So you can bring your popcorn, go get the test, feed the squirrels, walk around the lawns of the state capitol, go back, get your COVID results. And then I, don't know if, I don't know if they're going to let you wander around after you take the test because I just imagine that somebody's going to go take the test and they're probably going to be negative. And if they're meandering around capitol grounds with the, negative resu- with the positive result, I don't imagine a lot of people are going to well, be happy they, with that. They're gonna quarant- do they quarantine? How do they do that within um, – you didn't go get one yourself. Well, I didn't get one myself, but you could tell like it's a, a medical isolation tent. I saw and the pictures on your website for the story. And so when you see the pictures of it, it's one of those things that's pretty much it looks like it's hermetically sealed, like they've got air pressure on it. So when will Chelsea and Lisa and uh, all the you know the the crew the the the, the the crew and the lawyers and everybody get down there and start lobbying? And when will every when will everybody you know Heather and the and the and normal, and everybody get down there. January twelfth. That that's so they be there that, next Tuesday. That, that's a hope. A lot of us are hoping. At least I know within the cannabis collective, we're wanting to be able to go down and January twelfth to see the ceremony. They have like this ceremony they do for oh, the really? opening day. Maybe we should get Lisa on next Wednesday after. Um, you know, she's probably going to be down there. On Tuesday, mean, it's on, it's on a possibility. Um, um, but we do have a slot available next week that came up in our schedule, so yes. we should probably get somebody maybe you know dealing with the legislation. And then there. after after I did that video because I, I went in, I showed that there's they got signs at the door. They tell you they're limiting capacity. You have to wear a mask at all times in the building. They do have random little filtration boxes throughout the Capitol. Um, the gift shop told me they apparently have one of their own that they've put in there. They're trying to do their best to keep the place as clean as possible. 50% capacity. That number does include the staff, the senators and the representatives, the lieutenant governor, governor. They count as a number for the 50% capacity. So at some point, either it's going to be crowded because they're not really keeping count, or they're going to be keeping count and people are going to be frustrated. Hmm. And I say that because there's going to be groups that we've seen so far this last year, they don't, they don't care about the pandemic. And they're going to show up in these masses, and they're going to go in. And when people need to go in for a committee hearing, they're going to be told, oh, well, sorry, we're at capacity. Well, i tell you what I would like is to go down there next week with bundles of the Texas Hemp Reporter and make sure all the reps get one. Can we can we go in there in the morning and leave those oh, all yeah, over that's, the that's, place? That's usually what we do when I was going like, that's what would be, in 2019. Be really cool. In 2019 for the legislative session weekly, it was going in there with like a pamphlet or a letter. Hey, just wanted to let you have this. I'm here on behalf of Texas Normal or Texans for Responsible Marijuana Policy. To, to this week, our focus is decriminalization, criminal justice reform. And we talked about how it would, like, I remember there was a week where I go in and I say, hey, you know, people caught with possession. This ruins your aspects of getting, renting a place. It can ruin your aspects of going to school because you can't get, if you have a drug charge, you can't get FAFSA anymore. And I would add on top, I'm like, hey, I'm former military. If you have a drug charge, you're not joining the military. It's not happening. And Texas is really big about veterans. So let's stop this nonsense where an 18-year-old makes a mistake and all of a sudden they can't go fight for their country anymore. That just yeah. to me that doesn't seem logical. Yeah, there, there's there's those things that's going to be changing, I think, soon. Uh, those those laws need to be in place that give protections and then also where they can at a certain age you can have that expunged from your record or something, you know. Um they need to have those kind of rules in place. Too. Oh, definitely. And then afterwards, you said, like, you noticed there was a second video I did where I went live again. <laughs> I went back to my car. I grabbed my my pack of hemp cigarettes. I had one left in there, my lucky. So I said, hey, I'm going to go on here because I don't know. I was like, I, I know there's obviously people who go to the Capitol and they sit on the ground somewhere and they're having some sort of joint. And people have done marches and lit up during these protests. But when that happens, the cops usually come out. But, and, it's, and it's a nice wailing for you. <laughs> have you or do you know anyone that's ever smoked inside the Capitol? 
I don't know if anybody smoked. There's I probably, did that. Honestly, I imagine there's people who have, obviously, <laughs> illegally, like you're saying. I did that with my ex-wife in the 90s. We went into the Capitol, and uh, we went down into the basement. There's a basement down there, uh, kind of a cafeteria area. Oh, yeah, the uh, extensions. The E1 and, the e and, and E2 levels. Yeah, if you go down there uh, around 9, 30, 10 o'clock at night in the summer of the early 93 or 4, <laughs> we just lit up in there, man, just so that we could say that we, we smoked inside the Capitol. There's tunnels down there as well. There's tunnels that lead to other buildings, other government buildings around the area. Well, we need to dig a tunnel uh, and... Uh, Send some magazines in there. <laughs> but I had I had a nice hemp cigarette. My lucky went out in front of the Capitol, live stream of the Capitol behind me. Talked about I was like, hey, we gotta we gotta get active. Well, we, we got it, it's like it's understandable to be angry. It's okay to be angry, but let's channel that anger into something productive. Well, I uh, look forward to next week. Whoever's going to be the guest on the mystery guest, sure. you'll know when you hear them. I'm not sure who we're going to have on uh, next week. It'll be a mystery show on the 13th. And then on the 20th, the Texas Hemp Growers uh, Association, Zachary Maxwell, followed by the 27th, Hannah Wilner of the Tex- Texas Hemp Harvesters Association will be on. So maybe we'll get somebody from uh, the Capitol or something next week. We'll do a surprise guest. Um, so we'll, we'll do that. Like a roulette wheel, just spin it and... See who we get. Yeah, and uh, and then we'll be on on the twentieth. I think that's the inauguration day. Is that right, or is that the night? No, the twentieth. The twentieth is inauguration. Yeah. Day. So so we'll we'll be on. That's two weeks from today. So, all right. It's the Texas Hip Show. Uh, Happy New Year. And uh, stay safe. Stay safe. Stay positive. We uh, we appreciate you guys tuning in to, to us. And we're and Americans. We persevere. We, what do, we do, and best. we're all on the same team. We just. Got to get through the election process and then move on with our lives, which we hopefully will do in a few weeks. So uh, let's get to get get things on the right track and 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 get moving and grooving, guys. It's the Texas Hemp Show. See ya. Audio. Audio. Yeah.